Today's episode is brought to you by High Heels and Politics with Marianne Christie. Join Marianne as she interviews political leaders of Southwest Ohio and beyond. Download the show wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Pam, I have a question for you. What do you got, Ryan? So what do you want to talk about today, the Loveland City Council or the Loveland School Board? (laughs) Well, if Mayor Bailey has her way, the City Council will actually be just like the school board, hiding facts from the public, no discussion, and no dissension. This is the Voice of Loveland, the podcast for IamLoveland.com. I am your host, the Loveland Tadler, Artie Kulik, and with me is somebody, well, heck, every week here, she's not hiding any facts and doing all the discussion for 20 to 30 minutes of your time, and that's the other host, Pam Gross. How are you today, Pam? I'm good, Ryan. Welcome, everyone. All right. I'm going to tell you guys up front, originally, we were going to do this show. It's a little bit late today because we were going to talk about the candidates forum, the city council candidates forum that was held by the Chamber Alliance, and that was actually last night. It was on Wednesday, October 16th. There's a lot to unpack from that, Pam. <laughs> yes, yes, there is. So we have a couple of podcasts left before the election. We're going to go over all the different things in the uh, in the forum itself. But today I want to focus on one particular issue. Before we get to that, I do want to tell you guys, I encourage you to watch the forum. It's If you go to Loveland Magazine, I don't know if he has it on his website, but it's his Facebook page. You can go and you can watch it. It's a little bit over an hour long, and you had the, uh, the six count candidates running. You had five of them there. I do know, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, that the one that could not make it because of a previous engagement, uh, council candidate Pat R., was told that she could have a statement be read beforehand. And, well, the statement wasn't read, but we'll talk about that in a moment here. Yeah, and I do want to say one thing about the forum, and I'm saying this as someone who has actually participated in the forum twice now. Miss Eyre could not be there Miss R could not be <laughs> could not be there because of a previous scheduled family commitment. Everyone needs to understand because this has happened in other forums as well where certain candidates have not been there. The Chamber Alliance does not reach out and give advance time or even ask if candidates are able to attend on that particular day. They just set the date send it out and said, this is when we're doing it. I want to make that very clear because typically when you want to do something like this, you reach out to all the candidates. You basically give them, you know, two or three different dates as to, will this work with your schedule? They never do that. They tell the candidates, this is when we're doing it and there's no discussion. And that's important because that's why people can't go. And you're talking about candidates that this is not a full-time job. And you're talking about people who have lives, who have professional obligations, who have family obligations. So don't beat people up for the fact that they're not able to be there. Again, we're going to talk a little bit more about it because what I want to talk about is the relationships. Because Pam, I'm going to disagree with you on one point. I guarantee you the Chamber Alliance asked Mayor Bailey if that date worked for her. I would Mm -hmm. agree with that. And this is why I say that. The head of the Chamber Alliance is... Good friends with Mayor Bailey. Yes. Talk about it all the time. As a matter of fact, if you go look at Mayor Bailey's social media post, or if you look at the post of the people who do not agree with us, which is basically her majority, because we're shining a light on what they're doing, and they have yet to disprove us on anything whatsoever. But the head of the Chamber Alliance, she's out there liking all their posts, posts that disparage us, that go against our organization. 
Last I checked, the Chamber Alliance is supposed to help businesses, and we're a Loveland-based business, I believe so. There's a reason I bring that up is during the debate, or it's not a debate, sorry, it's a forum. During the forum, Mayor Bailey, who seemed a little nervous, she was a little testy, kind of defensive in a lot of ways. She was going on and on, said it in her opening statement, and brought it up during the course of the entire forum that she has a good relationship. Now, I want everybody to know that Kathy Bailey is running for a four-year term. She has been on council for four years, and she focused on what she did for two years. Now, she said the two years prior, there was lack of civility, there was this. I, I have spoken twice in front of council, and the political action committee that supports her has yelled and interrupted me both of those times, and she's just sat and let it happen. I mean, if that's how she runs her chambers, fine. That's not civility. So I I just want to make that absolutely clear to everyone. And it's not respectful. Oh, absolutely not. Dissension is important in our society. Very, very important. She talked about these relationships she had. Well, I mended relationships with with this group and this group and this group. Anytime you say that, that's all special interest. And I want to talk about what those relationships mean and what that means. Basically, in the end, how she's done all this great stuff, so we should reelect her and give her total control over the council. And I think that's not a good idea. I'm going to tell you, Pam, why it's not a good idea. The Loveland City School Board. Guys, there's a 16.78 mil. I I, I don't know if any of you guys know that listening. You know, I just want to make sure... (laughs) I, I got to do a shout out to somebody actually on Nextdoor. If you go to the Nextdoor website and you look at it, it's, it's just constant conversation about the school levy. And somebody wrote a post the other day that said, hey, do you guys know where I can find information on opinions on the school levy? I mean, I got to get that. That made me laugh. But the Loveland City School Board, they always vote 5-0. They have no discussion at the table. They make the public come to them. That's how they've developed this. That's what unity looks like. And they've completely left the taxpayer and the public out of the conversation. That's what Mayor Bailey wants. Would you agree, Pam? I would agree with that. Yes, absolutely. And let me show you what that means. So she talked about, well, we mended the relationship with the farmer's market. Let's remember the majority of the people associated with the farmer's market do not live in Loveland, do not pay taxes to Loveland. I mean, they don't even even file a tax return. Thank you. So she mended relationships with them. What's that mean? Well, it means that in an emergency vote, her and her majority, six to one, gave our municipal parking lot to these people from out of town that pay nothing for free. Does it sound like that's a good relationship with the taxpayer? No. Okay. (laughs) That leads me to one thing in regards to the farmer's market. You've heard a lot about the fact that the previous council didn't like the farmer's market. That was absolutely untrue. The only thing that a previous council ever wanted was for the farmer's market and its business owners to follow the same rules that all the other businesses in Loveland follow. It was that simple. And yes, a good relationship to Miss Bailey is defined as, well, we like them And so we're just going to make them not have to follow the same rules that everyone else does. I have to file a tax return. I conduct business in the city of Loveland, just like those vendors do. Why don't they have to file a tax return? Why don't they have to have a little skin in the game too? Because they sure are taking an awful lot of taxpayer resources 
but that how somehow is defined as a good relationship. Well, it is a good relationship. They're getting all kinds of stuff for free off the backs of taxpayers. You know, when I created my company, and I had to file state of uh, Ohio state papers for an LLC to form it, I didn't go to the city of Loveland and ask them to pay for my fee. The farmer's market did. Yeah. And guess what? The farmer's market had the city of Loveland pay that fee. So of course you have a great relationship with a special interest when, when you give them what they want, which leads me to the Chamber Alliance. Again, the Chamber Alliance was sponsoring this candidate forum. This is an organization that claims to be keeping the citizens informed on who's going to be on the city council. Let's remember that the Chamber Alliance, they are not a non-biased party in this. They are a special interest that wants something. Their leadership does not live in the city of Loveland. This is a group of people that Chamber President, she cannot vote for Kathy Bailey and her majority. She cannot vote to keep them as the as a, a unified council that has no discussion. So what does she do? Well, I'm going to go back to Pat R. Pat R. did. She ended up sending us her statement, and I think she's going to send it to other media outlets too, because when she knew she could not make this event, and I've been involved in politics a long time, Pam, and I focus mostly on the local level. It is an anomaly for them to only have one forum that they don't work with all the candidates to make sure that they're there. And that's why I say I 100% guarantee you that the Chamber Alliance made sure Kathy Bailey was going to be there because they want to tip the scales in her favor. And that's what they do. I know you said in the past, and I don't even remember this, it's been so bad that they've tipped the questions to try to hurt certain candidates. Yes, then they did. To the point where one of the candidates, when the question was read, actually looked at the person and said, why are you reading that question? Because that has nothing to do with me. I can't answer that question. Mm -hmm. Now, in all fairness, Mm -hmm. we will be fair here. In all fairness, last night's questions were questions that all candidates could answer. And it's funny. Somebody asked me at the end, hey, Ryan, did you and Pam write all those questions? Because they're the questions (laughs) you guys are asking. No, we didn't write a single one. So this is a shout out to our listeners. Thank you for listening. And thank you for asking questions. And thank you for getting involved. Yes. Uh, And uh, thank you for asking very thoughtful questions uh, and very pertinent, relevant questions. Right. Because in the past, not so much. Now, back to Mayor Bailey's great relationship with the Chamber Alliance. Pat R is a, a new person on the scene. She's running because her one of the key things is she feels like there's a lack of communication going on with the city council, with the residents, and doesn't like the fact of this block voting, doesn't like the fact that the six of them just blindly vote, never discuss anything. And she's asked us for any of the public records requests we have, and I turn around and tell her they don't have any information. Pace, Dora, they don't discuss it. At least they don't discuss it. Well, as Councilman Kent Blair says, maybe they discuss it over pizza and in the hallways, but they don't discuss it in the light of day, in the light of sunshine, let's say. So Pat R. wrote a statement basically saying that the city council needs independent minds on their independent voices and we shouldn't have all block voting. From what I understand, the Chamber Alliance said, okay, we will read your statement. And then we were sent, because we're a watchdog organization, email was timed at what, 6.59? Yeah, I think it was 6.59. The event started at 7 Mm o'clock. And by the way, just a little clarification, Pat actually sent her statement to C.C. Collins, directly to C.C. Collins. Who's the head of the chamber. Who's the head of the chamber on Sunday evening. On Monday, Ms. Collins said that 
Her statement would be read and she would read it. On Tuesday, there was another follow-up. Yes, your statement will be read, but I don't think I'm going to do it. I'll have someone else read it. And then on Wednesday at 6.59, she gets an email that says, our group has decided not to read your statement. Once again, I am going to speculate here. The Chamber Alliance is good friends with Mayor Bailey. Mayor Bailey doesn't want everybody to know that she is trying to turn the city council into the Loveland School Board, where everybody agrees on everything, nobody discusses a thing, and they force the public to come to them. Plus, they don't tell you everything they have in mind. So what's a school board do in the darkness? They hit you with the 6.78 mil and say, that's just what that's just the way it is. And then the public is left with a few weeks to ask questions to figure out what's going on. That's what Mayor Bailey wants on the Loveland City Council. No discussion, no dissension, and it's going to force the public to come to you because she and her majority give the Chamber Alliance all these events they want. These events are fundraisers for the Chamber Alliance, but the Chamber Alliance isn't putting any money into running these events. They're not putting money in for the police. They're not putting money in for the public works. They're not putting money in for advertising. They're not putting money in for any of that stuff. You are. The Loveland taxpayer is putting that money in. But Mayor Bailey says, but we have a great relationship. Of course you have a great relationship. You're giving our money away to them. And then in the meantime, they now are silencing a voice that they said they would allow to speak. They're silencing a voice at the only candidate forum where the public can can see. I believe the head of the chamber line showed Mayor Bailey that statement because they're friends. And that's dirty pool, people. That's dirty, dirty pool. And Mayor Bailey did not want it read. Guys, that, that's so un-American. That's so anti what we stand for, letting voices and letting dissension be out there. Pam, I'm extraordinarily disappointed in that. I have no, wor- <laughs> I have no words because it, it is. For a group of people who sit there and say that they represent businesses and that they believe in conversation and they believe in discussion, no, they don't. If you do not agree with them, they don't. And here, here's my proof to the fact, too. Mayor Bailey's trying to win an election. And she's trying to bring Kent Blair and Andy Bateman along with her. Her PAC, Political Action Committee, this is a political unit that only exists to get them elected. They stay silent until election time comes around, and then they attack people personally. So they're attacking candidate R personally right now. Oh, she can't even show up. She can't even speak. She can't even do that. But she did ask to speak. She was told she can have her voice there. And then she was told at the last possible minute when there was no recourse that she can't have her voice there. And now the Political Action Committee is trying to misinform the Loveland voter. We'll post her statement. Like I said, I believe other people, she's sending out to other media people. We'll, but we'll get that covered. But again, that's what a good relationship means. Mayor Bailey's good relationship with the Chamber Alliance is to silence dissenting voices and to give all our taxpayer money to them so they can fundraise off of it. That's what a good relationship is. Sounds like a great relationship if you're on the end of where you're getting the taxpayer money. Now let's talk about the schools. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the schools. <laughs> this is a huge discussion. And everybody that's listening to this that is curious about what the city council has to do with the school board, go to Loveland Magazine and watch this video. There's a question about the school levy. There's a question about the infrastructure needs that are there. And hey, Mayor Bailey's majority makes 
darn well sure that if anybody ever brings up the school levy, oh, we have nothing to do with it. We have nothing to do with that. First things first, Kathy Bailey, Andy Bateman, Kent Blair, Angie Sattel, Pat R., Corey O'Donnell, they all live in the city of Loveland. They will all be making a vote on the school levy. These are people that want to be your leaders. So whatever they think the city council is, what's your opinion? Mayor Bailey mentioned last night that four years ago, she was asked to run. And my eyeballs got big, which is pretty weird because my glasses are big too, so it makes my eyeballs look bigger. My ears perked up and I thought, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember hearing that somebody asked Kathy Bailey to run for the Loveland City Council. And this happens in politics all the time. Somebody in power wants to bring their friends along or solidify power. So they go and they ask someone to run. Now, Pam, in your case, I always use this example. Sometimes somebody drives over a pothole and says, somebody ought to do something about it. You said, I want to do something about it. <laughs> I didn't run over a pothole. Right, right, yes. No, no, right. But somebody didn't say, hey, I, you should come along with us to increase my power. You said, I want to offer something to the city. And I'm, I'm going to be fair about this. I know... Andy Bateman actually said something in his statement last night that two years ago he had kind of the same thing, and now he's running along with the pack. Corey O'Donnell said it. Hey, I want to solve a problem. I want to do this. And so these are some of the new candidates, Pat R., like we talked about. That's kind of the way they're coming from. But Kathy Bailey said somebody asked her to run. And I know who that person is. Someone asked her to run, and if you recall, what she also said is she had no interest in politics. Mm -hmm. So that person that asked her to run was Loveland City School Board President Art Jarvis. Yeah, their signs were together. Along with her saying vote yes on the Loveland school levy, the last one. Yes. And her and Mr. Jarvis are very close friends when it comes politically. I don't know socially what they do or whatever. I know Mr. Jarvis is also, I, I don't know if he's still the board president of the Chamber Alliance, but I know he was at one time. I don't believe I, he is. I think he owns the building that they occupy you know, <laughs> right now. So the Loveland school board president who again, he and, I mean, he's long-term serving school board member and even longer-term serving school board member, Dr. Catherine Lorenz, they're running unopposed. And I talked about it in the last podcast. I believe they gave that ask late in the game because they didn't want people to oppose them. I'll tell you right now, everybody knows this. If we saw that 16.78 number in July or June, I don't think... Art Jarvis or Catherine Lorenz would be on the Loveland City Council or on the Loveland School Board on November 6th. I think you, you just look at it, people, people are upset, and it's not even the number. They're upset about the lack of discussion. They're upset about the difficulty in getting information. They're upset about the information being incorrect. You know, certain buildings, the school says, well, it's only going to cost this, but when you see the real number, the real number is something different. The public is upset. And then what does, uh, what does school board president Jarvis say? Well, we did this two years. You guys could have come to us. You could have come talk to us. And then people go to meetings and they have to vote on something important. Zero discussion. There's, it's a five-member board. Five-nothing votes. Board president Jarvis put Kathy Bailey, wanted her on the city council so they could recreate the city school board on the Loveland city council. Now they want seven votes. They want you to vote for the three Bs, and then you keep their, the, the four men that vote along with it. And they want every vote to have no dissension, no discussion, and they want to hide as much facts from the public as possible. Guys, no matter what they say about transparency and engagement and Councilman Blair talking about, oh, I like talking to the dissenting voices. Pam, there are no two bigger dissenting voices than you and I. And he never answers our emails. Yeah. 
Dissension's good. Dissension is the foundation of the United <laughs> States of America. Five to four votes, four to three votes, three to two votes, those two to g- one vote. Those are great votes. Those are some of the greatest votes in U.S. Yeah, history. Because you are having an exchange of ideas. You are not having that hive mind thinking. Mm-hmm. You have independent thinkers. You have independent points of view. That is how you come up with real solutions. You said about the fact with not only with the school board, with the hiding of the facts and not being quite as forthcoming with information, the city council is doing the same thing under Mayor Bailey. We have a plot of land that we bought that already has about $700,000 worth of taxpayers' money in it. Money, by the way, that was not part of our budget. That is not fiscally responsible, but more importantly, they did it by emergency. There was no discussion with the public. We are now starting to get, because we are talking about these kinds of things, we're now starting to get emails from people who live in that general area, and they're like, okay, what in the heck is this about? Can you give me more information? That is not a city council that has been having a discussion with their constituents. No, but they're going to tell you. You can come to us. Yes. You can come to the website. And you can and, and I know that you can come to them and understand there is a forum and a structure to city council meetings for when you come to them. You get five minutes to talk. Mm-hmm. They don't have to say a darn word. I was gonna say, so I, I talked about pace uh, when pace came up and I talked about some of the the traps that other communities, cities, states have seen with it. And hey, I know as an entity, I know to them, I am a dissenting voice. I I get that. I 100% understand that. But I'm still a citizen. I'm an informed citizen. And I went up and I told them, I think this is a bad idea because of X, Y, Z. Not a single one of them said a word to me. Mr. Tell did. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) And that was... Because she's the one who actually also looked into it. Because she started asking questions, and the rest of them all just stood around, ready to just rubber stamp their little vote. The same thing with Dora. Same thing with the farmer's market. Same thing with the water towers. I mean, all these big issues, and all these issues in the end, these these are issues How about the $100,000 giveaway to a private developer for their infrastructure issue? With a, that's the cedar water main right. right we've talked about. This is a hundred thousand dollars. Right. This is all money. This is all you, spending. You this is all rea- your money. You do realize that I just named two things that are over eight hundred thousand dollars and counting and counting. <laughs> and last night, what we had Mayor Bailey talk about, you know, how great downtown is and the door and all these wonderful events and and how fiscally responsible she is. The truth of the matter is, is taxpayers of Loveland paid for those. And by the way, this wasn't 10000 20000 30000 We're talking sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 just to have a party downtown and to make it look nice for and paid for by Loveland taxpayers and by her own admission, most of the people coming downtown mm-hmm. to enjoy it aren't even residents. No. So all of that partying that everyone wants to take a great joy in and all that partying that Miss Bailey thinks is so proud of, she did it off the backs of Loveland taxpayers. Mm-hmm. For private interest who live out of town. Yes. 
So that's what all these relationships are. She and goes. That's what you get when you have high mind thinking. Right. I, I want to end this by saying something that Corey O'Donnell said last night, and that he had talked about. I believe it was in his closing statement that he talked about how is it and why is it we bought this land and had no idea what was going to be on there. Why are they not planning? And we're going to discuss that in Mm -hmm. an upcoming podcast because there's a lot to unpack about that. A lot of talk about Love La Madeira Road. A lot of talk about the Oasis. There was a lot of talk about the city school building on Love La Madeira Road. We are going to cover that again. I wanted to cover the whole concept of relationships. Yes. Because this this is what I believe is happening, Pam. Mayor Bailey is focusing on mending relationships. These relationships she's mended, the farmer's market, the chamber alliance, the school board. I've said this a billion times. You do not want a city council that works for special interests. And that's what Mayor Bailey does. She works for those special interests. You want a city council that can be diplomatic with those. And diplomacy is hard. And diplomacy is is four to three votes, five to four votes, two to one votes. That's what diplomacy looks like. Because you're spending my money. You're spending the Loveland taxpayer money. Our votes matter for city council. And if you're frustrated with what's happening with the school board and the way they act, know that Kathy Bailey wants to bring her people on, wants to bring Andy Bateman and Kent Blair on to create a 7-0 non-discussion, non-dissension council, just like what council or what board president Art Jarvis has done on the school board. And what's going to happen is we're going to wake up one day because of everything she's giving away and everything she wants and all these things they want to build. Go look at the Yard and Company master plan, okay? And you're going to wake up one day and there's going to be no discussion. There's going to be no questions. There's going to be very little facts. And they're going to shove a tax increase down your throat so they can continue to pay their private interests, so they can continue special interests, so they can continue to have good relationships with people that are taking from Loveland. Well, Ryan, one thing I want to say on that is she keeps saying mending relationships. Mending relationships means that there was something that was wrong with the relationship to begin with. Because that's what mending relationships is. I will state unequivocally that there was no mending of a relationship that was necessary. What it was were council representatives who were doing their job, who were advocates for their taxpayers, asking special interests groups to pay for the resources that they use of Loveland taxpayers. It is that simple. You don't mend that. There was nothing to mend. It was strictly asking people that, hey, you want to come and have an event in our town? You want to come and sell your wares? Then you follow the same rules that everyone else follows. Well, I think what can be said is the Loveland School Board seems to have a terrible relationship with the Loveland taxpayer. (laughs) No doubt. We pay a lot of things. Yes. And we pay. Loveland taxpayers pay. One of the things last night they talked about, Mayor Bailey talked about, was the student, uh, the student resource officer, the police officers. Loveland taxpayers pay for those police officers. Now, keep in mind, we have students from Miami Township and students from Sims Township. 
They don't pay anything. No. And as a matter of fact, right. we actually have less than half the students in the schools. And yet we pay 50% of the obligation. And the other 50% is paid right. by the schools. So uh, right. when it comes to the fair share, we pay 100%. We pay 100% of our obligation. Now, the question is, is why? All, we will explore that yes. later. And all the great relationships Mayor Bailey talked about last night, the one relationship that she is severely lacking is a relationship with the taxpayer, just like the school board. Yes. Guys, pay attention. They are trying to turn the Loveland City Council into the Loveland City School Board. No voices outside of their own. And with that being said, <laughs> Voice of Loveland, the podcast for ionloveland.com. We were a bit feisty yeah, this today. Yeah, we, we were. <laughs> is a production of Ion Community. This episode was written, engineered, mixed by Pam Gross and Ryan Kulik. And the music is by my father-in-law, Sherrod Sate. Guys, pay attention. It's coming. A few weeks left. Thanks for listening, everyone. Continue the emails, continue the questions. We do get back to everyone and really, really appreciate it. We have also learned a lot because of your questions and we appreciate it. So everyone be informed, be involved, be influential. 